issue 34 of nintendo power here on the playing with power podcast i'm your host mike and joining me is my co-host john howdy and our guest once again isaiah triforce that is his legal name johnson hey everybody what's going on man i'm glad to be back and gl- glad to have you back a now, very very esteemed esteemed guest <laughs> so yeah. All right. All our other guests can claim they like video games because you know they collect them or talk about them. But someone's just like, "I'm going to take a piece from a video game and I'm putting it on my damn passport." Yeah. <laughs> you know, because someone doesn't fuck around, and they, that someone they, is Isaiah Triforce Johnson. It's the first guest with <clears throat> that's officially in the Guinness Book of World Records. So. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> well, I figure you are right. Well, but, I'm in the Guinness Book, but I'm your first guest. Um, <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah well. out of the out of the Guinness Book. We've had some fun guests. Don't get me wrong; we've had some very good guests. But you're the first out of the Guinness Book. I would say that much. <laughs> yeah, well, if you know any other Guinness Book record holders that might enjoy being on the show, well, hey, we'll be glad to have them. All right. Yeah, I, so we'll be picking up where we left off on the Counselor's Corner, and the first question they talk about is Lagoon. Where can we find the healing pot? And we all agreed it's a nice dispensary in Toronto. <laughs> And it's hosted, and the answer, oh man, I wish we got to know more about this Tom Leota guy, because his head looks like a bullet that was used in a ballistics test. <laughs> and, and, uh, and he's got like a patchy mustache. Yeah, he's got like the marine top, but then like a, a pre-hipster patchy mustache, and just a smile that says, yes, I've got ice cream in my van. i don't know what's going on with him but you know whatever and then uh let's see how do we rescue giles there's some instructions there um but i don't think very many people played lagoon so uh or draken (laughs) well i haven't played lagoon uh, that's for sure i'd like to play this game that looks kind of okay draken or lagoon no lagoon Oh, Dragon. Oh. Well, Lagoon actually looks like a uh, a nice overhead Super Nintendo RPG. Yeah, that's yeah, like right nice. in your wheelhouse, Mike. <laughs> oh fuck, that's a sweet spot. I gotta get this. <laughs> I gotta I gotta check this off my list. 
and then Draken, you have to. They want to know how you jump the shark and <laughs> how do you get past the road. And, and so, apparently, we have a celebrity counselor. We got Macklemore answering the question. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he telling... actually looks like him, though. No, he seriously does look like him. It looks a little. I think it's Macklemore's dad. <laughs> so he's telling us how to save money at the thrift shop as well as getting past the road to the shark. And then let's see. We they do introduce the E three team here, so I guess these yeah. are the <laughs> Nintendo employees that are being sent uh, to E three for the it, booth. The, the first guy on the left, if Freddie Mercury was a car mechanic, this is what he would look like. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. And so, then, and then we got like a black. That's a pretty guy. rad shirt. The the. Uh, yeah, the black guy the guy in the far right. right. The guy he's in the front right, he's rocking that shirt. Oh man, he he's oh. just colored as as and, hell. Like that shirt is vicious. Yeah, and don't we, use the word colored like that. That's not right. <laughs> he, he no, read, I just I just finished talk. watching South Park and his stupid Principal P whatever this guy. Oh, is. Principal PC. <laughs> yeah, PC like in the whole Justice Warrior stuff. Like people can't even think anymore. Like if you think it's automatic social justice warriors jump out of nowhere, it's like wow. And I was like, I was actually annoyed by the episode because I was like, you know what? What you can't say anything. Yeah. And the guy in the front left has double pop collars. He's so awesome. So <laughs> and right behind him is a guy with a pervy mustache. A, yeah. an, another van driver. <laughs> anyway, so apparently they rocked the nineteen ninety three or I really like I like the chick in the back on the right. She's looking like Blossom. <laughs> you like any chick. So yeah, Blossom hanging out with Daria in the back. So speaking of people that kind of look like chicks, we've got Cliff Moore with tips on... Oh my Jack. god, that's a guy? It is a guy, or a girl named Cliff. we got Steve Tyler here answering us how to tell us how to beat Dragon Warrior 3. So, Wait a minute. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, oh, you guys went to the next page. Okay, sorry yeah, about that. Sorry. No, you're fine. I'm, Wait, we, jump, that... we, generally, we generally jump pretty quick. That's a dude? <laughs> <laughs> Validation! <laughs> I'm looking. I'm like, I, ju I just looked at the name. I, She's I saw the picture. Cute. What the fuck? That's no. I don't know about all that. I thought it was an ugly girl, but like, <laughs> that's a dude. Ew. That girl has an awfully big Adam's apple. <laughs> dude, uh, that's a girl with very serviceable lips, but that's about it. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Dragon Warrior Three. I I played all the Dragon Warriors. Oh man, those were the games. Those oh. are games. If you like men. Yeah, I, I, oh, I, it's uh, the, those games are tedious, but you know the the whole you know no no holding your hands walk through long um, Japanese RPGs were actually great. Yeah, that is true. Like those games, they didn't put the kid gloves on. Like you either figured it out or you didn't. There was no yes, like yep. push push A to continue. You had to fucking you know trudge your way through on uh, on these old old school RPGs. That's for sure. Yeah. Um and then what Metroid Two we have the location of the Spring Ball map given out. to us by Mike Robertson with a chiseled jaw. Yeah, if he's not selling real estate in South Florida at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, uh, that's about that. And uh, speaking of jumping off a cliff, uh, the next game. <laughs> Lemons. The next game is Lemons. Now I you never. Know uh, I, I was going to say something about this game. I, I, I've i seen this game in action. 
but yeah. never played it because I just couldn't understand what was the purse, the pe- the purpose of being a lemon. Like, well, no, no, it's like it's like the idea is that you keep them alive. Like, there's just a flood of them, and then you have to construct the. Yeah, you have to keep them from killing themselves by using yeah. various skills. Like a builder will create a bridge. Mm-hmm. So that the other ones can go go over the gaps, and you got a basher which will tear down obstacles. It's it's pretty fun. I don't think I think I played it on the PC. I don't think I ever played it. Um, I remember playing this on the Super Nintendo, and it was very fun. Never played it in my life. <laughs> it's definitely a you weird. You might enjoy like, it. There's not there's not a lot of games that are like it. It's mm-hmm. it's worth checking out, like because it's just such a unique. Is it like, one of those games like like in the same category as Pikmin? I never played Pikmin. Um, no, it's more. Um, have you ever have you had that play play that like iPhone game about like where you're trying to get the water like in to stay in the pipes and stuff? It's it's like well, like basically. I don't think it's that. I forget what it's called. Like, like save. I don't remember what it's called. But basically, there's just a flood of lemmings, and you have to keep them from. Uh, no, I get, I got, I get the concept. It, in Pikmin, it's like in Pikmin, everybody has to work together as a team to complete the objectives, and and some Pikmins can blow up things, some Pikmin can repair things. That okay. type of but stuff. it probably, it probably is in that same vein. Okay, I now I remember the game, Mario. Yeah. Uh, uh, super like super mini Mario mini mayhem for the Nintendo DS, where you have to stop those little clockwork Mario's from walking off built off edges and get the Mario versus the Donkey Kong. Yes, yes, Mario versus Donkey Kong. Yeah, that, that's, that's what, what the like. game is like. Oh, oh, okay, all right, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's the grandfather of all that. Like, because Lemmings, you know, mm-hmm. it was pretty, uh, pretty Nin- big. Yeah, nineteen ninety one by Psygnosis. So and Sunsoft. If you have played it, uh, write it right into the Facebook wall or something. Let us know about it because I don't think any of us have played this enough to really talk about it. But it's definitely worth talking probably, about. It's probably somewhere on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, if you played this game and enjoyed, it, leave comments in the uh, Facebook and let us know what you thought. All right. Or if there were um, games that did it better or worse. And then. So this, <laughs> I remember this next game. The next John, game, is- <laughs> John. There's a. There's a one lemming that you might get a kick out of called the floater. <laughs> Sounds like me after uh, one of those uh, big burritos from the place down the street. Well, that and also the bomber. Uh, yeah, that's the Tijuana mama. The floater and the bomber, two lemons from the toilet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the next, the next game, I, I wanted to, to to bring something up now. Yeah, sure. Something about it. it not, uh, it's like why we're we talking about Super Smash Brothers, but you know, I like I like video games that all have like this universal lore. Now, mm-hmm. games like Joe and Mac Adventure Island um, and uh, Bonk's Adventure, it would have right. been so cool if all of those like cavemen characters were all in <laughs> one world in a video game, and they got to meet the of, Flintstones, part of one tribe or something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I really cause like Joe and Max, Super Adventure Island, Bonks. Like I was like, man, it would have been cool if there was like some type of crossover and all these guys could be in the same game. That would be pretty cool. I I don't think that they share publishers though, unfortunately. But... No, they don't. It's three different <laughs> publishers, which sucks. <laughs> so there's about a, a snowball's chance in hell of that happening. But I do remember this game and it being really fun. Um, no, it's a fun game, definitely. Yeah, uh, Joe and Mac was fun. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Without I, question. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I played this game and beat it. I love the uh, I love the anime look of the uh, 
Yeah, the enemies are are weird, but in a like in a creative way. And they like cry when you hit them, or <laughs> they had a yeah. lot of animations for when you attack them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is and like the, a a great the, introduction to the Super Nintendo. The platforming is really solid too. So okay, um, okay, so we got, and then it looks like this is the poster too. So like on the back of the poster, we have guides to. The ice and snow level, the volcano, the lava pools, tar pits, mud pots, and inside the dino. So you go like up the dinosaur's rectum or something. Uh, <laughs> as as part of the <laughs> part of um, the adventure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's the inside adventure. It's like the lemming wing stage. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the same guys that created Robocop made the Adams family. I did not know that. Oh, really? Um, yeah, the Ocean, because Ocean made the arcade game Robocop. I don't know who brought it home to the the Nintendo mm. and the NES, but I know the Ocean Data East. Wait a minute. Okay. It was Data East that did Robocop. Okay. So mm. yeah, but I mean, Joe and Mac, it's it's pretty straightforward platforming. They obviously like you. The health is, is like is like date is like dinosaur steaks and meat and stuff that you eat, and then there's like boomerangs, fire stone wheels. Yeah, if someone decided to amp up the Flintstones game, yeah, this is what you'd be seeing. It's like if if Fred did a big line of coke and then went out in the world. That's kind of what you would get. <laughs> he just decided I'm I'm going to fuck up the local wildlife. I do remember the. The dinosaur, so like stage E, there's a waterfall stage. I remember that boss. Like, there's a big old Ultrasaurus head that comes out of the water. And, like, yeah, the bosses here look amazingly weird. Yeah, they're crazy weird. Like, they're big dinosaurs that you're battling. So, you get to fight a mastodon, T Rex. Well, it would uh, only uh, make sense. You even go through the boneyard. Yeah, you get to go through the boneyard from the Lion King. And <laughs> instead of fighting the hyenas, you fight the Boneosaurus. That's what my that's what my bedroom's called on date night. The bone yard. <laughs> the bone yard. Wow. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't think they're using scientific names here because like one of them is called a fishosaurus. I don't remember the fishosaurus from my paleontology paleontological studies. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it would be an ichthyosaurus. And anyway. the oh my god. More toilet humor, the poo pterodon. <laughs> uh, you go through a mostly brown level to fight a dinosaur called the poo pterodon. Uh, Do you remember what the last battle is for this? I don't remember. I don't think I ever got to the end. I imagine it would be a dinosaur. Well, I hate you so much. All right, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely Joe and Mac. It's, I mean, definitely, I remember, I'm, I, I was... Telling Mike before we recorded, I remember playing this in like my dentist's waiting room. They had it like a couple of Super Nintendos. This was one of the games they had <laughs> for people to play. So I don't think I ever had enough time uh, to get to the end, but I do remember playing it. So oh, yeah, definitely I, worth your time. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be playing this game again. It uh, it good memories. All right, and then so the back of the poster, like the actual display part of the poster, is stills from the adams family movie but they're selling it as part of the super nintendo game i don't know it's 
pretty yeah. straight poster. Yeah, I don't know why. They could have just given us screenshots from the game. Yeah. Because that game was fun. And, and instead, they're, like, trying to sell the movie. Yeah. I don't know. So, a like, rather, hey, kids, for, a rather <laughs> forgettable, <laughs> forgettable poster. Would you like a misleading experience? Check out this poster. <laughs> <laughs> Which is sad, because the game's not terrible. It's just, like, there's nothing on. It's just stills from the movie. Like, it doesn't make any sense. So. Oh, my God. I'm looking at this one with, like, uh, the one in the middle at the bottom with the uh, Pugsley and Wednesday. Christina Ricci's got like a fucking forehead like bonk. She's got like a five head going on. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, that kid from that seven from the kid the kid from Two and a Half Men is not impressed. It's not the kid from Two and a Half Men, but we will continue. He just All happens right. to look exactly like him. Because mm-hmm. all white people look alike to you, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> my, right. race, my racism knows no bounds. <laughs> All right, so uh, Legend of Zelda is the next game. I don't know if you've heard of it. (laughs) Yes, definitely the cover. The cover game here, uh, Link to the Past. So uh, the the greatest game, one of the top three games ever on the Super Nintendo ever. Like, all right, I'm with you. I'm with you there. To me. The three most unforgettable games on the Super Nintendo, Super Mario World, yep. and that's just because it launched with it. It's still, that, it's that's still not fair up. to Super Mario World. Super Mario World is still a great platform. It is, it is, but you have to understand, it launching, it being such a great game, you have to remember that transition from Super Mario 3 to World was ridiculous. Yeah. It blew right. everyone's mind. And that's the game, and they made sure you won't you, um, you'll notice that experience because when you got your Super Nintendo, you, it came with it. Try so, first. You don't you don't have to sell me on. It was number one on my <laughs> list of all time games. So yeah, <laughs> you're, it, preaching oh, the, oh. you're preaching to the choir. Well, yeah, it, it's in it's in my top three too. It is just like you you couldn't have a Super Nintendo without Super Mario World, and that's just the that's just the way it should have been. The way it should be right. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's your third game though? Super Metroid. Ah, I'll give you that. I thought you might go Chrono Trigger. Nah, Chrono Trigger. See, the thing is, like, I I don't. Alright, Chrono Trigger is one of the top ten, easy. But like top three, no, it's not. It's not. It has great moments in the game. Has an overall great experience. But you have to understand, like, when it comes to, you can. In Chrono Trigger, in Chrono Trigger, you cannot remember every element of the game. You remember great big spots and moments in the game, and you're like, oh yeah, I remember that, and blah, blah, blah. But right now, in your mind, the people are listening to this podcast, you can remember every level in Super Mario World, every experience and, uh, uh, and situation in Zelda A Link to the Past, and every depth crunch and crunching, like, um... Exploration in Supernatural. Yeah, like when you have to fight Kraid. You remember everything. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you took the game and you put it on, nothing would come up and re-surprise you again as um like, oh wow, I forgot about that. Because it was it was so not rememberable that you forgot. No. Oh, yeah. When you play those games, those three games, you're waiting for all of those things to happen again. And you know every each and every one of them that's going to happen all over. And you're going to be like, oh, this part's coming up. This part's going to be so crazy. I remember when it first happened. And the nostalgia hits you. Chrono Trigger has that 
for most of the game, but not all of it. Yeah, but just like Earthbound. Like, you remember how great Earthbound was, like, the, the music was great, there was yeah. plenty of interesting battles, but then when you play the game again, you're just like, it really took a long time for me to get out of town, I forgot about that. I forgot that we have a very limited backpack and this inventory system kind of sucks. Not to herd a, a flock of cats or anything, but... Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, back on the Zelda. Let's, back on the Zelda. let's get yeah. back. But what, I mean, I didn't play this game too much when I had my Super Nintendo. It was just a game that unfortunately did not end up in my hands. Like, it was... Uh, I ended up playing. I ended up playing it recently, but I also had played it a couple years ago on the the re-release of Between Two Worlds um, on the 3DS, which I think is the best game on the 3DS. So, well, a link between yeah, no, because it was a better version of a link to the past, right? And in fact, they took a link to the past and made it. Yeah, <laughs> it references. In fact, to be very honest with you, it's the true sequel to the Link to the Past. Absolutely, well, it's it's the exact same world. It's just reimagined and improved. So no, 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 no. See, now this is where we get into the story and the timeline. It's the exact sequel right after a Link to the Past. Um, right, but the footprint the... is the same. Is what I'm saying, like the areas, like are are the yeah, same. because it, exactly, yeah, it's like yeah, uh, that's all I'm saying. Like you're exploring uh, the same areas. But obviously, they reimagined everything. It's not, it's not just playing through the game again. But like you get to experience the whole game, but like completely redone and reimagined. So like if you have a 3ds and you haven't played Between Two Worlds, go stop the podcast, go buy it. <laughs> yes, I, I have one on my main 3ds that I carry with me. That's literally downloaded into the game. I have the original game unopened, and then I have another gold 3ds that by itself with the game both unopened. <laughs> so I, I guess I need we... to go borrow, get back my friend that I went with. Yeah. So Triforce, when did you first get your hands on this? Like as soon as it launched or were you like kind of into games and then this one just like grabbed you by the short hairs or like how um, like, what was your experience with this the, game? When the, Cause well, see, I, I, I'm a huge Zelda one and two fan. So, you know, I, I Zelda two. Ah, so you were already was, thirsty. Yeah. I was so yeah already you, were, thirsty. you were all over this when it came. Yeah. Out. So <laughs> as they, as the game dropped, you know, like I knew it was coming the following week, so I went and packed at the supermarket and made some money packing bags. And I had already gone to this was a time when video games was being sold in toy stores. So the Chinese right. guys that had them all the video games, like I would just give them the money and say, "I'm coming to pick up this game day one." And sometimes <laughs> to me, um, like the night before when they already did the stock, so I'd get it and I'd go home and I was all over this game. Like, so this, you got a pre-launch date, Zelda. <laughs> Yeah, but let's see that I, I'm known for that. I'm always doing getting the pre-launch stuff. I, you know, so stupid. I have a Guinness World Record for that. The most, <laughs> the most first place in line by Lockwood. And Reggie from Nintendo gave it to me with Walter Dane and the Guinness Rep. Oh, There's cool. a YouTube video about that. Now, how cool? I, you know, like he gets kind of a, a, a varying reputation amongst gaming circles. Is he is he cool in person? Because he seems like it's a pretty cool uh, guy. Uh, okay, so I don't want to put down other CEOs or whatever executive position other video game companies are are in, but Reggie um, is one of a kind. He's one of the very few uh, executives who actually is a gamer. Like he's passionate about it because he cares. Yeah, he, 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 he's one of us. He grew up okay. in gaming. So like, trust me when I say he loves his job. Obviously, every job comes with this annoyance, but... Um, 
who wouldn't want to be the president of Nintendo? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Come on, man. Well, if it goes bad, that's that's a big, you know, big Nintendo goes big bad. Ship, if it, but it's a big ship you run into the ground if you screw things up. Is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> listen, you can't screw Nintendo up. It, you know what you you know what the formula for Nintendo is. Keep Follow selling what first party content over and over again. That's it. Stop. <laughs> Do not depend on anyone. Depend on Nintendo. Something that if Sega did, they'd still be in the race. But there's like, no, you know something, we gotta depend on the third party. It's not about our first party game. And then what did the third party do? They, they betrayed them. And, you know, well, and I mean, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed Sega back in the day, but their first party content, they never had the same like stable of games that they could Oh, I, I would have to disagree. They just didn't well, push those games. No, Gold, I, I know, Max. they had great content, but I mean, Think about all the like the A-list franchises that Nintendo Nintendo has in their corner. Yeah, yeah. Let, That's not what I'm saying. I, like, yes, yeah, Sega. Don't get me wrong. Sega's you know best stuff, of course, was would match you know punch for punch with some of Nintendo's best stuff. It was just they had you know five of them, where Nintendo had over a dozen A-list franchises. But you know? the problem was that the five that they had, Sega really never pushed except Sonic. Like, yeah. the, the and then they ground, and then they drove Sonic into the ground. And exactly, so... and the, the, so the flagship guy went down. Like you're, you're like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, come on, man. When Vector Man came out, I was like, uh oh, Samus got problems. Come yeah. on, man. We we already knew these things. Golden Axe. I don't know why they didn't ride that. Streets of Rage. What's going on? Sonic dude? never translated well to the 3D era, though. It's just not a. Uh, but they like, didn't have to go. They didn't have to go 3D. That was no, the, they sh they shouldn't have. They but they they wanted to. They pushed him into. Ugh, I've seen those games like with Sonic, like basically just, like Sonic running down a hill, like being chased by terrible. a bulldozer. They're just or, terrible. Or like it's, YouTube videos of like him like uh, being kissed by a human girl. I'm just like, really? You're putting bestiality oh, into and, the mix and now. The, and that's another thing when they completely ruined the lore. Like what made yeah. Sonic so great was that when his first games came out, the storyline based on the original story, and they put the cartoons behind it to back it up, they were on a planet called Mobius. It should have stayed that way. Yeah, whenever, they had great content. <laughs> whenever you mix human... The, there's, a, there's a thing about the video game industry that I never did like. I really And I still dislike it to this day. Miscegenation? <laughs> no, the executives? <laughs> no, them too. They're, they're so annoying. I hate this egotistical, oh, humans ha humans are the center of the universe type thing. Like, listen, if I want to, if I want to be, if I want to focus on humans being the center of everything in the universe, I don't need to play video games. I could just live my life that God's given me right now. Right. When I play video games, I, I want to get escape. the hell yeah. off of Earth. Stop right. showing me other human beings. No, come on. That's so annoying. It's corny. If I, I want to be a hedgehog it. and rescue a bunny princess, let me be a damn hedgehog. Oh, and that's right, being roboticized by an egg-shaped guy. Come when on. You try, that... When you try to to simulate the like human world, we notice the difference. Like we we say, oh, that doesn't look right. I mean, only really recently have photorealistic games, you know, been a thing. And so what we're thirty nice. years. 35 and and really you could even argue that it's not there yet you know so no matter how realistic they make it look the point is we if we wanted to do that we would watch a movie well why would we be playing video games to do that i don't I, it doesn't make any sense if you okay look, look how they try to make sonic so realistic they right. took sonic right 
and for Smash Brothers, and everyone had an idea of how Sonic looked from Sega. Right. And they know they oh, he kind of looks like a Nintendo character. Nintendo took the art style of Mario and, you know, the, the, um, the modern Mario, the way they slimmed Mario down slightly and he's not as um, big and heavyset as he used to be. Mm-hmm. But they slimmed him down. They gave him that, that they have this franchise Mario look that Mario currently has. And they took that same art style and they did it for Sonic. And Sonic seamlessly fits right into the Nintendo world. In fact, today's right. generation, if you don't even tell them about Sega, they would swear to God, Sonic is from the Mushroom Kingdom. Right. <laughs> and you know I'm telling the truth. It's, it's 100% yeah. truth. The same, look at the same thing for Link. When Super Smash Bros. Melee came out and they had to redraw Link, Link looks like when they do smash brothers is the perfect game of what the nintendo universe looks like right. even the even the so-called human characters from fire emblem still have this um this this cartoony like world of uh, like um nintendo universe look where all the characters fit together this looks like they all can visit each other's worlds and 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 play in each other's universe and no one's gonna say oh look it's a fucking alien like exactly. they'll be like they Everyone, look like they fit and that's what that's my point even even like bubblegum characters like kirby match up with the fire emblem characters the problem with sega was and, and they never focused on their the sega universe they never did. Nintendo focused on the Nintendo universe. Nintendo yeah. has its own universe. It doesn't, it literally, and I repeat this, it literally does not need the entire video game industry. Nintendo can create, Nintendo has yeah. a micro industry in the video game industry. Sega just didn't believe in itself enough. Hey, thank you. And that's the facts. They just <laughs> did it. That's no, but that's the facts. They just yeah. didn't believe in themselves. If you same thing for Capcom. Look at what they did with Mega Man. And then Nintendo took their Mega Man and made Mega Man better on Nintendo than Capcom or the creators. Mega Man in Smash Brothers is more legendary than any other Mega Man ever made by Capcom. And he's that not green. And he doesn't say like, oh, Mega Man. He's, he's not green, but he reminds you of the Mega Man from the NES. Yeah. That's crazy. What I would say in Sony's corner, though, is that mm-hmm. they came in and they Made embraced, their own universe. They embraced, well, not their own universe so much as they embraced the photoreal game. So, like, when you think about the great games that have been on, you know, PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4, you're talking about Red Dead Redemption, Heavy Rain, um, you know, a lot of games in, the, in that sort of vein where they're, they're photorealistic. Like, that's they feel like you're playing through a movie, you know, Mass Effect games like that um that like this generation you can you can be more immersed in the story mode because the, the hardware can kind of support that a little bit and you really get lost in, in in some of these games i mean last of us if you're not emotionally invested in that game by the end of last of us like I, you're there's something wrong with you like that's just it feels like you're playing through a, like a great zombie movie yeah you're <laughs> like, gaming wrong if you don't feel yeah right so I mean I will I will definitely agree with you. I think you're exactly right though that Nintendo cultivated, you know, a, a cohesive vision for where they were going with their games. And I think Sony came in and sort of, you know, embraced, you know, the different sort of direction that things can go. Yeah, they created I, a world for their characters, not just games for their characters. Yeah. The, but there's I think is... there's room for both, and I think that's sort of one of you know, I I think Nintendo I hope Nintendo can sort of recapture it with the new NX. 
like convince uh, us. All they gotta do is launch it with the proper games. When when they drop with the uh, uh, Breath of the Wind and uh, um, and crossover Smash Brothers and put some new DLC characters in it, give a new Mario game. Uh, they should have saved Star Fox for the crossover and then give us a Pokemon MMO or a Pokemon mobile game. And we're yeah, because it just feels like whenever the Wii U's and stuff would come out, like there was just nothing there that I was like, oh my god, I have to because, play that. Because they, they what Nintendo says is like, you know what we need? We need to we need third party to help us with the launch. No, you don't. Like you don't need none of them. No, give just us a like, Metroid game. You haven't given yeah, us a Metroid like, game in a man, while. Like, no offense to the third party. Third party don't like it. Step your game up. Well, they keep they, they Nintendo has been on this weird like the Wii U is kind of underpowered at least compared to the you know the PS4 and the Xbox let me, One and things like. Let that. me ask you a question: When has power and performance ever meant anything to gameplay? It doesn't. All right, so I agree completely that it doesn't matter because I think you can still push the system and get things great out of great things out of it. But in this culture of your polygons and your Kotaku's and things like that, where these writers come out and say like, "Oh, you're getting this underpowered system," I think a lot of the the you know the Game Boy, the, like the Game Boy, uh, you know, like the sort of this generation that we're in, of, you know, fight it, thirty something year old gamers. Well, no. You know what I, the- I, I'll admit, you know the, I didn't buy a Wii U because I just, I, it just didn't you know what the, me. You know what the greatest system, you know what the greatest system of the last decade has been? 3DS. Yep. There's a, there's a, there's a, a, a YouTube, no, a, a, a Facebook meme, right? Where um, it shows you Yamcha and TN, right? And they're mm-hmm. showing you, and they put like the Xbox on their head and and I forgot the other one that they put. They put some other stuff. But like they were representing. I forgot which they were representing. But this would be Xbox and uh, PlayStation. Yeah, I think so. And then Sony was no. Um, I think Sony was um, Goku and Cell was the PC, right? No, no, no. <laughs> um, Goku was Steam, and uh, oh, okay. Cell was PC, right? Master so, Race. Yeah. So so. <laughs> So uh, what's the guy's name? Yamcha and Tien was Microsoft and Sony. And then right. Goku was Steam and Cell was PC. So then Gohan then it, would have to be the 3DS. Exactly. <laughs> so, but if you, if you look and then they said the Wii, the Wii and Wii U was Krillin. But, um, <laughs> but if Krillin you look at... Yeah, but if you look at the... Um, if you look at the, 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 the message that they say there, you know that Gohan's stronger than all of them. That includes... that. What they're trying to say is that the 3DS is stronger than the PC. The potential of the 3DS is stronger than the PC. Exactly. And (laughs) some of our most memorable games are the games that we really enjoy and actually play on our 3DS. The 3DS is in the... Yeah, so what is the NX? It's not going to be replacing the Wii U as a console, but it won't be replacing the 3DS as the portable console either? It's It's a hybrid of the both. It's it's supposed to be more powerful than the the Wii U, but... um, More powerful than the Wii U... And, and it's a portable. So it's like it's like super powering the Wii U and then making it um, uh, on the go like the 3DS. So you wouldn't be attaching it to the Wii U. No, no it's, not atta- it's not an attachment. It's a standalone. But It's a standalone. Would it be playing Wii U games or? No, probably not. No, no. <laughs> probably but not. <laughs> Nintendo keeps losing out on third party titles, though. Because third, third make parties... first party titles at rock. 
third party, right. third party's bitch. That's why third party panders to the guys that's gonna pay them the most. It has nothing to do with power technology. Yeah, they're in it for I, money, not character. Yeah, they don't give a shit about none of that mythology. shit. They'll sit there and say all of this crap and say, oh no, we're really in it because we want to, Nintendo just need, no, you're not. Because if that was the case, why do, uh, if it's about power and technology, why do you make games for the 3DS but then don't make it for the Wii U? Get out of my face with that, man. <laughs> want to hear that crap? The hypocrisy is right there. You make it for the 3DS because you know the 3DS is going to make you money, period. That's it. Hey, you know what all I right. just realized? We were supposed to be talking about Legend of Zelda. Yeah, speaking of oh, making money, okay, so, yes, Legend uh, of Zelda. So, so what do we want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, like, what's the cover? I mean, there's a lot of coverage here. It's all beautiful. It's if you haven't played the game, definitely go look this up because it gives you a lot of tips about like how to tackle the different areas and 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 what different um, you know, weapons and things like that you need to be acquiring. So, what, yeah, um, Mike, what do you want to talk about? Uh, the first page here. Yeah, the first page we get to see so we get to see Link. Uh, sidestepping mm. a cliff. Which... He almost screwed up. He almost screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, we see him sidestepping a cliff, which doesn't, uh, yeah. which seems like he's destined to go. Well, I think it's because it's supposed to be set over the, like the graphic below. Well, foot. they failed. And so we get to see the awesome Legend of Zelda for the NES, and the fantastic makeover that we get for the Super Nintendo, just to show. It's like, comparing the graphical upgrade that we're oh, getting. Yeah. Plus, so like, two lights are so much richer. The backgrounds are so much more defined. And layered backgrounds. Like, you can jump off the top and fight enemies on the bottom or climb some stairs to be, like, two levels in the same screen. Like, that's just a technical, glorious Oh, yeah. Miracle. I mean, the way, like, when you compare Link to the Past to, you know, stuff that had been coming out earlier that year on the NES, like, it's just a world of difference. Like... Link to the Past still looks good today. You know, like you, you, you would, you know, you might think it was some sort of, if you weren't familiar with it, you might thought think it was some sort of, you know, eight bit retro project that someone had, you know, done for Steam or something like that. Like, mm -hmm. it, it looks just beautiful. The the cloud effects, the different water effects, the you know, the depth to um, the areas, the the effect of walking around with the lamp. Like it, it just. Oh, the graphical upgrade is just night and day to, to NES. Like, this is definitely something that really showcases just how amazing this generation is compared to the generation. Oh, and, and they continue wowing us. Because if you remember, like, every other game we see, whenever we see power-ups, they take up about maybe a third of the screen, then they show you some map coverage, level coverage, and everything. As soon as you turn the page, you see Link's Tools of the Trade, and that's two full pages of shit that he's carrying around, and you will be using just about all of it. Right, and you're not using all of it all the time, obviously. You know, it's still... but, you, but every single item has a use and a significant purpose at some point in yeah, the game. There's, right. Yeah, there's very little junk in Link's backpack. I mean, your biggest, of course, is the sword, which you, you, don't, you start with a sword, right? You don't have to go put it together or anything. No, uh, you do no, find you, the Master Sword, and then you can upgrade the Master Sword, I believe, if you uh, find okay, a fountain. You don't start with the sword. You start with nothing. Your yeah. uncle, oh, okay. You find your uncle um, dying in the castle, and he oh, that's right. the sword. Yes, 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 that's so, right, because uh, you get summoned to the castle, and the rain yep. is starting. Up, up until that, 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 up until, that up rain up until... falling when you walk out of your cottage, like, that's one of the best moments in gaming. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, up until you find your uncle, all you're armed with is a bush. 
All right. So get yeah, the get get the uh, shrubbery. You have to sneak around the castle. That's right. Like you have to avoid the guards and all that. Yeah, you can kill them by throwing shrubs at them, and that's about it. And the map of the world that they gave you, oh my goodness. Yeah, this is a great map. This is like a gamer guide level con- like quality content here on page 86 oh, and 87. This, this made you, this was one of the, the first games ever in like the history of gaming back then that made you like, wow, this was a vast world you were exploring. The Kingdom of Hyrule came to life more than, um, more than ever. Because when I saw this, like, I, I, I felt vast ex- exploration in, in um, Zelda 2 on right. the Adventures of Link, but like, this this world, of, and although Zelda 2, believe it or not, it has a bigger uh, world map than uh, right. Zelda Link to the Past, it's just the depth in the Link to the Past is... The um, quality, yes. Yeah, the quality <laughs> is just yeah. better. Link to the Past, like, yeah, because Link 2 had several towns this one only has really just one and some uh, houses on the outskirts, mm-hmm. but it's still like rich, vibrant. The the lakes, the rivers, the forests, the desert, the mountains, the lost woods. This is just a, a full and rewarding experience. And the music in each of these levels is... Yes, it's beautifully done. The bosses are tricky. I mean, they're not impossible, but they definitely require you to figure out what's going on and, and, and determine what what weapon you're going to have to... And generally, it's using... You know, it's true to most video games. You're using the weapon that you've found, like, in that area, generally against the respective bosses. But, you know, there's nothing... That's not something to fault the game on. That's, like, sort of the whole point of the exploration. Point. Yeah. So, do you have a favorite area from this game, Triforce? Me? Um, oh, my goodness. So the, my, it's a tie between two places. Um... The Lost Woods, where the Master Sword is found, mm-hmm. and uh, Death Mountain. Okay. Uh, there's a lot in there to to find, like the hidden areas, the hearts. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, the Lost Woods just has that charming, beautiful music on the flute. Yes. Yo, oh man. Now I want to play the game now. Yeah, me too. I. I'm, I'm, I'm just homesick. I think homesick. we're all gonna go boot up this game. Uh, John, you're, uh, you need to get a little closer to the mic. Yeah, it's definitely a game you can go back to every three years and get a lot of, a lot of enjoyment. Yeah. Oh yeah. Still did it. Nintendo's still selling this game on their virtual console. That's how you know how powerful this game is. Well, like, you know Nintendo loves selling you the same game every few years. <laughs> but you have to ask yourself a question. Why does Nintendo love selling you the same games every few years? Why? Because it keeps selling. Why does it keep selling? It. Because it's good. Yes. That's why. If it yes, wasn't selling, Nintendo wouldn't do it. I'm just, I'm just joking. <laughs> yep. So we get to see on the next page various people. And uh, we get to see the Master Sword resting in the lost woods we get to see woodland creatures like link they're all surrounding link like he's snow white singing a song <laughs> and then so yeah it goes grab- through the different different uh yeah different areas here so you want i don't think there's a lot of coverage here we could really get lost in it but um i like the fact that the tree if you look at the lumberjacks like you get to see like these two keebler elves chopping right. down a tree Mm-hmm. And you get to see a tree, and I don't know why, but the tree looks like it has an anus. 
Oh, and this was one of the things where, okay, there were alternate versions of, of things that give you life. You got your hearts, you right. got your drinking potion, and if you ran into a tree, apples would fall down and you could eat them and get your hearts back. I was like, what? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this game, yeah, this game makes it easy. Like if you try, you can stay alive fairly well. And yeah. don't. And the first rule of all Zelda games is don't fuck with the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> don't cluck with the chickens. You, you want to hear? You want to hear something? In every Zelda game I've ever played, I've made it my mission to never attack the chickens. Not one slash. <laughs> <laughs> Not one slash. For no, I'll pick them up. But um, I'll never slash the chickens. Never. And it's not because um, I don't want them to attack me. I just think it's like, why would you slash a chicken with a sword? Like, who does you've, that? Like, you've never done it just to see what happens? Nah, nah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm one of these weird kids growing up in video games. I have, I, I have compassion for just the concept of, of another life. It doesn't when, even have to be real. So, like, okay. When Triforce plays Legend of Zelda... No, he, when I his, play video games. Yeah. So, if you, right. if, if, when Triforce plays, he's a member of PETA. <laughs> no, no, it's not even... I'm talking about all life forms. Like, if I see someone playing Mario, and they go, hey, look, guys, what? And they run and just jump into the pit and kill themselves. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? I'll get upset <laughs> about that. And I'm like, what? I'm like, don't kill him off like that. I'm like, how would you like it if you were in a video game and your life depended on someone who was controlling you and just say, hey, let's just throw him off the cliff for no reason. I like, I get upset at that. Like, so, I... That bothers me. So you like you like you like being like kind of the white knight in in, in your idea, not not in the sense. From from a, from a comic book standpoint, or for those who are into uh, like uh, from a spiritual standpoint, if if video games is um, you guys know about Captain and the Game Master, right? If right. video games is a um, a portal to another universe, let's say all these characters are actually alive, okay. and we are the controllers of these characters. Right. We are their gods. I would not like. I would. It's like in real life. I would. I would like to know that whoever's controlling me, or is being subscribed to control me by God, is looking is out it, for you. Is looking out for me, and he's not a dick. And he's like, okay, here's a car. You know something? I just want to see how Triforce explodes when he hits the car. So we're gonna <laughs> run street, and I just lose my life. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? I just died like that? Like that's that was my life because someone thought it was funny to see how I would blow up. So when I see video game characters, like, no, don't do that. I would rather you just turn off the game and spare the character's life. Like, I, that, I that agree bothers. with you. The first time I play through a game, I always try to play through as nice as i can but then sometimes i want to explore and see how things work and so i'll go mess with things but <laughs> how does what evil I was, get rewarded what i was kind of curious about like uh, triforce have you played through like the mass effect series and things like that no i haven't played a single mass effect ever okay well have you played any of the games where there's a light and dark path is kind of what i'm curious about do you ever uh, i i dabbled in a little bit of um bioshock um okay so so yeah. yeah, that's a that's a great example because there's you know I you never can... choose I never choose the dark side. So you I, don't I, you don't ever I, have any 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 uh, sort of you know drive every, to experience what the dark every, the dark game I play is a reflection of me in reality. I have to be the good guy. Yeah, that's just fair enough. I respect that. I definitely I have to be the yeah. Good guy. Whenever I, I play a game, I always try to be the good guy first, but then yeah. I'll just see I'll I'll see okay. So how does life reward the bastard? 
Right. No, I mean, I'll get a friend to go do that. I couldn't play it out. <laughs> Fair I enough. Psych- I have a psychological block that blocks me from playing out the bad guy. It's called a soul. <laughs> yeah. See, it just, I guess it just part of me likes to see what's there. Like, if, if I've played it through once and I've seen what the good ending is, then I'm okay with going back and saying, like, okay, what happens if I play it the dark way? <laughs> so. that, that's why I don't like games like um, Grand Theft Auto. Like, okay. And I played Grand Theft Auto before, um, and I just can't like it do. I never get to finish any of those games because when the immoral aspect of the game comes, and when I mean immoral, I mean it has to have a real immoral aspect. If I have to steal or rob something to save somebody, okay, I'm going to do it because I'm saving their life. But if I have to kill, um, just to kill or whatever, yeah, because it kill. tells you, yeah, the game, the objective, the game will only move forward if you. Uh, cave in this old man's skull simply because like, the story no. demands you do it. And that's why I think those games suck because if they don't, they don't, <laughs> give, you, they don't give you a true. They talk about immersive world. No, if it was immersive world, I'd have a choice. But have I, you ever, I don't have a choice. Have you ever tried driving around in Grand Theft Auto like not breaking the traffic laws? <laughs> I do. I, when I drive, when I drive, I try to keep the car. One of the most annoying. And that's why it takes pet, them four hours to get to the mission. Pet, pet peeve of mine when I've seen someone driving in. In Grand Theft Auto, when they just drive recklessly and crash a car, they'll get a nice, beautiful car and they're driving and just start speeding, crashing. And I just look at them and, I, and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I will never get in a real life car with this person because this is this person's mentality. Like, Sidewalk. just Sidewalks like, are my express lane. Yeah, I, I, I just. <laughs> Mike, have you seen, in, have you seen in um, Grand Theft Auto 5, there's all those missions where you're. Um, you're doing assassinations for um, manipulating the stock market. I haven't played any of the Grand Theft Auto games that much. Oh my god. Okay, so there's there's a series of missions in Grand Theft Auto 5 where basically like a guy comes to you and says, we need money to pull off this heist, so I need you to go and like kill the um, head, like basically Mark Zuckerberg, the head of like the equivalent of Facebook in the game. And like the whole point is that you're gonna uh, rob his corpse. No, 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 no. You like you guys have money from you know, prior stuff, but it's only like fifty grand, and you need like you know five hundred grand or something like that, or whatever it is. <laughs> so the guy short sells the stock of the company, knowing you're gonna kill Mark Zuckerberg. And but like, so there's a way. Like it's about six or seven different missions that are all roughly like the same thing: going and killing or doing stuff involving. Uh, different companies but if you take all the money of your three respective characters and potential and and properly because like on your cell phone in the game you can put all your money like into shorting stocks and things like that like you can you can basically go along with like what is going on you can effectively make yourself like five trillion dollars of like in-game money if (laughs) if you if you use all three characters you have to wait to the end like you're, you're supposed to do the missions like during the regular run of the game but if you wait till like you get the big you know payout at the end and then you go do all these missions you can get like enough money to buy everything in the game by manipulating the stock market it's actually kind of crazy <laughs> i did it i did it once just to, to just to do it because it's just an enjoyable like i i really love grand theft auto so anyway. we're looking at the uh on the next page we see kakariko village and we get to see the Smithy's house, the inn, the mysterious hut. But, uh, of course, in the bottom right, flocks of angry chickens. They may <laughs> seem stupid, but don't underestimate them. Yeah. 
So sure. we have the desert, Death Mountain, which I, I do. Did, agree oh, with you. did you see this great comic? Uh, it showed Link, uh, you know, uh, uh, getting chased by a horde of chickens, and then a light bulb appears over his head, and he throws his sword into the ground, and he charges into Ganon's base with an armor of chickens strapped to him. <laughs> So yeah, uh, the desert. You want to say anything about the desert? There, he's got a cool little animation of him like sand slashing one of the mud demons or whatever. The and that's on? not racist. Uh, no, this is a mud demon. It gets slashed. <laughs> All right, uh, Death Mountain, which I agree with Triforce, is one of the better areas of the game. Like, there's this is very vertical, which is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, especially when you jump from one um, jumping down. From oh yeah, sail off a cliff, and you're just like. Hidden ledge, please be a hidden ledge. Please be a hidden ledge. This, oh man, I'm looking at this map. It's like, oh. It beat the Assassin's Creed for the leap of faith. <laughs> I, you know what's so funny? I'm so stupid. I still have this game on my 3DS. I want to play this on the, on the train one. <laughs> we've, we've set his uh, agenda for later tonight, people. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling the thirst for this game, too. Get to see the mountain tower where you fight the Moldorm and get to chop up his tail and watch his eyes spin around it's uh like this we have is... we have the eastern palace um those armos knights are a bitch that was that's a pretty tough battle uh there the armos yeah 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 john um, skipped ahead past the uh the bottom of hyrule i mean when you fight agonim and he's just basically oh, doing sorry. an emperor palpatine and he's just shooting lightning at you yeah he's a pretty tough boss but if you figure out his pattern it's not too bad yeah, I, did you see videos of people beating him without the sword? Yes. They just, like, fuck they the... Use this, they use the net now yeah. about catching that, yeah. I'm going to beat you with the, my butterfly net. <laughs> fuck the prophecy, I'll live my own life. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, and then there's the Eastern Palace. Uh, Armos Knights are pretty rough there. That's that's one of the tougher bosses from what I remember. Oh, yeah, and when you, when you like, you think, oh, man, I'm... From, like, when you beat them, most of them, you just think, this is going to be great. But then the last one turns red and decides to avenge all his fallen brethren. Right. And he, and he just goes ballistic on you. Uh, and let's see. The Great Swamp. I don't really remember this swamp too much. I forgot, totally, I just totally forgot about this fish story. You find a fish, you find a fish flopping on the land, you throw it in the pond, it gives you a reward. Hmm. And here we go back to. Uh, I don't think I ever Disney did that. I might, go, I might have to try that. So yeah, when you find the fish in the swamp, throw it in the water, and. Uh, yep. And then we get to see the haunted grove with the with, with again forest creatures surrounding somebody in a tunic. Just. <laughs> you got the Disney prince over here. And then we have like, uh, Hylia. I don't know how do you pronounce that. Hylia. Hylia. Like Hylia. There we go. Uh, and as with most Zelda games, the water level always sucks for some reason. <laughs> I, I enjoyed this one. I, like, I may have to play it again to uh, get a refresher course in pain and misery, but I just remembered the water level in this one being engaging, like seeing the levels rise and fall so that you can either swim to certain ledges or yeah, just walk. That's what it is. Under... You're manipulating water level. So, yeah. Yeah. At least in this case, it was done good. In the uh, in, in, in sixty four Ocarina of Time, Water Temple is can eat my dick. It was uh, the Ocarina of Pain. <laughs> All right, and then we have then the game really does uh, the game the Dark World Link's True Quest 
begins. So uh, yeah, these are really like, like you just think this light world is so huge and expansive and, and large. Then, oh, okay. And then we just got, like, what oh, we got for you? There's a flip side, bitch. <laughs> and the thing that's so great about it is that when they flip sided, they didn't mirror it. They made it different. Things that yes. you do in the other in the um, in the past. Um, uh, reflect on the future and things you did in the future have an effect on the past and yeah how you to... affect the landscapes and yep. uh it's just I, I always feel sorry for the bosses in zelda because they're fucking trapped in that room <laughs> they're all bigger than the door <laughs> like what what how did they get in there what is their life like were they just bred in that chamber and left or did they just decide to build a castle around them like the story don't, of how they get in that room in the door don't, sometimes. Don't think too hard about it, Mike. You'll, you'll give yourself an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else do we... I mean, we've said a lot. This game, obviously... And it's only the beginning, because then we yes. see will Link fulfill his destiny. And in the screenshot, you get to see one of my favorite enemies, the octopus, with the uh, with the spore clouds around him that you have to use the hookshot to pull them out of the way. Mm -hmm. And then when you chop away his armor, then you can finally attack him. Yeah, he's a real tricky boss, that's for sure. Oh, and in another one, we get to see uh, fighting this weird ghost goblin thing with a floating head while he's shooting lightning, while he's shooting fireballs around you. This guy, this guy's like Homie the Clown from In Living Color. <laughs> he, don't, he don't play. So, but yeah, I mean, like, we have a lot that we've said about this game. Like, obviously go play it. It's an amazing, it's, you know, an all-time classic. Uh... I'm I'm with Triforce. It's top three game in the system for sure. Um, Easy, yeah. So you know, it's I don't think we really have to convince you to go play it. You're, if you're listening to this, you're probably all about it. But if it has somehow escaped your experience of gaming up to this point, do yourself uh, a kindness. Yes. <laughs> get a 3DS and get it get it off on a virtual console. It's still there. Yeah. And then and then yeah. and and then pick up. Don't use two ROMs. Ones. It's illegal. It's wrong bad nintendo needs your money they're only a multi-billion dollar million dollar company they or, need your or, help to become a billion dollar company or find or put yourself together a retro pie or <coughs> i mean sorry. yeah all right so uh <laughs> so yeah anyway go pick it up enjoy it thank and uh let's you want to move on to the we have the you yeah, know be, be good to yourself play the game you know so. what, Mike? I think we might want to save this for Ben. No offense, Triforce, but like we kind of—it's one of the thing we do like every uh, every year is like we pick out what our picks are for the best games. So I mean, okay, you, fair you're, enough, you're, fair you're, enough. you're more than you're more than happy. We're more than happy to hear what you think. If you want to quickly <laughs> just look, you can you can just look at it. Uh, you see, there's five choices for each each part. Uh, if you want to let us know, like for graphics and sound, which is the best NAS game. Which is the best right. Game Boy? Which yeah. Is the best. yeah, we okay. can revisit this and compare with uh, Ben later. But yeah, I'd like to hear Triforce's thoughts. So okay, for graphics and sound, um, on the NES, for uh, graphic and sound, hmm, I would have to say Ninja Gaiden Three. Okay. Uh, for the Game Boy, Castlevania Two, hands down. Good call. Um, yeah. Um, for the Super Nintendo, on that list. Wow. I'm oh. sorry. Super Castlevania beats all of these guys. Even Razor. That's a heavy hit list. And Super Ghoul yes. and Ghost is on there, yeah, which is these, a very underrated. Are, I, I, Super Mario World I played all Final of those Fantasy. games. I played all those games. And graphic-wise yeah. and sound-wise, uh, you got to give it to Castlevania. All right, so let's go to the next session. 
Yeah. Theme and fun. All right. Theme and fun. Okay. For the NES, theme and fun, Star Tropics. I um, would have loved to see Star Tropics develop as its own yeah. thing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's kind of the forgotten franchise. Like Nintendo, I would really like them to revisit it because there's a it's lot due. there. It's, it's yeah, due for it's, a comeback. For real. And this is what I'm talking about. Nintendo is their own industry. Nintendo could go back and say, okay, look, guys, look, let's find out all of our um, gems that we just never really developed on and just redo them yeah, in the modern look, age. Wouldn't you love to see Mike come out in uh, Smash Brothers <laughs> with the baseball bat and the yo-yo? Well, come on. I think we already got that with Ness. So I guess they kind of... Yeah. Yeah, they did. Right. They did get that way. Theme, uh, theme and fun for Game fun. Boy. What's your Game Boy. Um, Operation C. Um, yeah. I have that. I have the game, literally. Physical. <laughs> uh, That's probably so. cool. The only other one there that I would say is probably in, in, in the conversation is the Mega Man. Uh, I think I know what his answer is going to be for the Super Nintendo, but yeah. let's, let him say, let's have him say it. Now, um, theme and fun is going to be Super Mario World. Yep. Yeah. And you're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> you chose... You chose Correct. You can't you can't beat that in ter- in terms of theme and fun. I don't even know how Acrazer got up there. I can see for the theme, but Acrazer is more of like it. Yeah, it, I would call that game fun. fun. Yeah, but it wouldn't. Yeah. But it's not. It's more like adventurous. All right. So the challenge. challenge. Ah, my section. Ah, yes. Competitive <laughs> theme all my life. Okay, let's see. And you know what it is for Ness. You know for what it is. On, on a chat is Battletoads. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Battletoads. If you're talking about like um, challenge. For yes. the Game Boy now, um, let me see something. Ah, uh, Metroid Two. It's Metroid yeah. Two for the Game Boy, uh, and that game's what pretty. Super Ness. What's the Super Nintendo? Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Come yeah, that's on, that's what I was thinking. Super Ghouls and Ghosts, and I almost went for the world record in that game too. I'm so <laughs> mad I didn't go for it. Some guy, I was like, I should do the nine 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 in this game, and I was like, Nah, I'll do it like next year. Then that same year, someone beat me to it. I was like, Damn. Fuck. And then right. let's go play Control. For pl- oh, control? Mm. Mm. Let's see. NES. Who had the best control in this game? Now, nah, it would be Battletoads. Uh, Battletoads has the best control. I will we- say Shatterhand is a very underrated... Like, the controls on that game are very well done. So no, if, I don't know if you've is- played too much Shatterhand, but... <laughs> But no, 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 nothing, beats, uh, nothing beats a control back in those days than a beat-em-up that you yeah. can really control well. When you can control your beat 'em up character as well, because you have some wonky beat 'em up where you can't even turn in time. Like, no offense, as great as Super Double Dragon was, it was just too. It felt like the characters were moving in water. The one problem with Battletoads play control that I would say though is that it was a little too easy to hurt your opponent, like the, your 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 second player, like by mistake. Yeah. Uh, that, but that, that that's, that, that's not the control. That's not the control. That's that's the engine. So you oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need to tell player to get the out of your way. <laughs> get out of the way, man. Come on. Uh, All right. How about boo, game boy? What about bitch, like get out of my way. Pretty much. For control, was damn sure not R type. R type sucks. When <laughs> More like um, F type. Yeah, Maybe but Castlevania, uh, you think probably? Uh, no, the Castlevania on the um the. On the Game Boy was a little bit too stiff. Same thing for Kid Icarus. It Metroid? would have to be Metroid. It would have to be Metroid, honestly, because it felt like you were playing the Metroid on the NES still for the Game Boy. So, so this is the first time that they've actually like separated these out into the three systems. So yeah. I don't think Super R Type is going to do any better. <laughs> All no, right, then what it's about actually the... worse. <laughs> for Control, Super R Type was. 
terrible. If you don't get that speed up, that speed power up, you oh my goodness, that game pissed me off. Arcrays is too. Uh, it's a tie Ooh. between F Zero and Super Mario World. No love for UN Squadron, huh? <laughs> no, UN Squadron's in there, but like any type of space shooter where you you need to get speed ups to have yeah. better control, that that just goes to show you the control sucks because you have to get an item in the game that gives you better <laughs> control. With Mario, Mario, you could freestyle from a platform standpoint, and F Zero was all well. You could pick the proper um um car that that adjusts to your play style and control. All right, and then like the I, and, and so forth is some people would pick. All right, but gun to your head, you're picking one. Which one are you picking? Ah, freestyle. No, I, I'm sorry. I just got I got a turtle hop off people and then pop off a Yoshi. So it's got to right. be super yeah. <laughs> All right, that's fine. And you then be uh, a team. Yeah, like I said, when Ben's back, uh, Mike and I will will get in. On okay, this so tell. Okay, so regarding play there's, control, there's another. Super, yeah, regarding there's another play one. control in Super Mario World. Yeah. Did you ever sacrifice Yoshi? To make the jump, <laughs> there's uh, one jump you have or, or, to. Or, di or did you die no, with your? Not. Did you die with your friend? Okay. <laughs> First of all, um, the world. The, when I when I came, the answer is is two different answers. Um, <laughs> yes, worlds, there's there's worlds it. where I would have to try to make the jump to survive with, uh, the, and I have to jump off with Yoshi. And when I when I see I can't make it with Yoshi, I'll just die with Yoshi. And what I would do is I'd go get my men restocked up in the uh, back of the, you know, the first part of the oh, world. Oh, go get the, get the cave. Yeah, the secret yeah. mushroom yeah. in uh, secret World mushroom. 2. You get so the you, secret house with all the with all the power-ups. So I would get that and I'd get Yoshi. And I would try to find a way to get Yoshi over there. If I couldn't find a way to get Yoshi over there, I would get, go back into that world with a cape and just fly over it myself. <laughs> I'm, not throwing, I'm not throwing Yoshi not down. not sacrificing Yoshi. No, right. <laughs> Dino lives matter. All right. <laughs> All right. What do we have? So we have another page here. What's the best, yeah. the best multiplayer game? We we have five choices. Simula what do you see there? Uh, multiplayer. Uh, let's see here. Um, it really is. There's only one choice here. Let's be honest. Nah, actually, it's not. There's two choices here, and this is very hard, man. Because depends. Because hut 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 super <laughs> temple. Oh man, you yo, you can't. You got. I don't know. Battle toads yeah. or temple. If you're a sports guy, you gotta go with um Tecmo Super Bowl. And if you're if you're just like, you know, regular Game. gaming guy, you gotta go with Battle Toad. So yeah. that's a toss up. It depends on what your preference is. Yeah. So what about, what's your preference of the two? I mean it's it's okay, but just Battle just Toads. Okay. Yeah. Sports I do in real life. So that Best game. overall villain. You, you you're not you're not able to pummel your own teammates in Super Bowl, so it's gotta go to Battle Toads. <laughs> Pretty much. Best overall um villain? Mm-hmm. King Augustus, King Septembrus, Odiferous, Bowser, Koopa. Easy. <laughs> yeah, it's really kind of stupid. That's that's, that's sort he of like... He's the you know. greatest villain in the history of video games. He was on Wreck-It Ralph for a reason. <laughs> that's why when... It's like when Meryl Streep's up for an Oscar. It's like, oh, well, that bitch is getting it. <laughs> so... What, what other nominations? Fuck. <laughs> uh, okay, so and then, see. all right, most innovative most game. Innovative what do game. we have? Um, the game wasn't really that great, but it was different, and that was Pilot Wings. I really, so, yeah. I really thought with that preface, you were gonna go with the Infogenius personal <laughs> organizer. 
because <laughs> nah, like I'm no like that no. was very interesting though that it did turn your Game Boy into a precursor to like the Palm Pilot. So it, yeah, that's, you know, yeah. that's, which was that's which was my like, nickname in high school. But it, that was not that's not a game. That's an application. Well, yeah, they're saying it's innovative. But like that's they're saying yeah. it's pushing it in a different direction. So like I could see that argument at least. So all right, best overall the category that matters. Uh, what NES. You oh, you have to pick one of each, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Best mm-hmm. overall. On the NES, uh, between that five is Battletoads. If it, okay. if it's that five, um, Game Boy, um, between those, Metroid, uh, go with Metroid. Metroid um, two, Return of Se- of Seamus, uh, <laughs> Return Nintendo. Return of Seamus. Nintendo, <laughs> we've already went through this. Like, come yeah. on, yeah. top yeah. three game of all time, and and the other two ain't there, so it's clearly going to Mario. <laughs> all right, yeah. all right. So then, uh, we do you want to talk really quickly about the the, the um comics that we've skipped, Mike? Well, at this point, uh, yeah, we'll 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 quickly pummel through the Nestor's adventures. Okay, Nestor dressed up as a uh, uh, mid like, uh, Renaissance this- era. Uh, whatever the hell he is, looks like a like industrial era link, uh-huh. and he's uh, reading a sign saying "Don't crowd the ramparts," and he goes, "Brilliant! We're in France, and they write the sign in English." So <laughs> that's a little breaking. That's a little too meta, but okay, we'll go with it. And then we see a French guard saying, "Louis, this is what looks hot enough." Then he's he French. Then he, well, I'm Canadian, so of course we do. Oh, okay, that's right. I forgot. My fault. So he goes, you're short on brains if you think I'm going with you. Then we get to see Napoleon himself with his shirt, with his hand in his shirt, because apparently that's his natural state. Mm-hmm. He goes, an even match at last. Dream on, shorty. I can beat you with one hand tied behind my back. You have put your boot in your mouth, monsieur. Ready, aim, fire. And then we see Nestor literally with his hand tied and behind, tied his, behind back. his back. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're playing on this... Uh, this little epic fort where they each like stand over and light actual cannons to attack each other. Yeah. They're playing rampart against each other, which is really cool. Kind of. Yeah. That would be fun. I would definitely do that. Yeah. If you could play like a fort with actual mini artillery (laughs) and get to see them exchanging shots with castles falling apart. And Napoleon says, the measure of a man is not in his size to which Nestor replies. What about the measure of a shrimp? (laughs) you know what's funny he's pretty mouthy considering this guy can have him killed so historically napoleon was listed as five foot two right which is why people call him so short but it's because at that time the french foot was based on the actual foot of the french king and he had a longer foot so when you're saying you're five two was actually the equivalent about five six which definitely isn't uh, tall by any means, but it's definitely not, you know... Yeah, he's exactly, mid-range. It's not diminutive yeah. or anything like that. So Napoleon wasn't actually as short as people portray him. It's just because the English end up defeating him and history is written by the victors. Uh, I remember uh, seeing the Bruce Campbell uh, true-to-life documentary, Jack of All Trades, where he got where he met Napoleon and he was played by Mini-Me. So I'm going to okay. go with that. All right. that uh, That's Mike bringing, bringing the... Gold level content as always. All right. So let's see. Napoleon fires back. I've destroyed your your cannon, you miserable. Uh, You're not saying it in French. 
Alright, yeah, well, you live near Quebec, so why don't you I have it? destroyed your cannon, you miserable cur. Now you see my bite is worse than my bark. <laughs> to which Nestor sees the chandelier and an opportunity, and he just well, he says, that's clever, though. Yeah, I have not yet begun to bite. Like, that's <laughs> that's clever. Alright. Yeah, that's, that's, that is, that is good wordplay. I gotta respect that. So, so Nestor grabs the chandelier. the chandelier, yeah. which rips it from the wall, and he draws even though somehow he's swinging from the chandelier, he lands on top of it as it crushes Napoleon and yeah. he's feeding him his own boot. Continuity right. issue there, but you know, Nestor, Nestor prevails is the important uh, message. Yeah. Of the and this is a pretty good comic, you know, great artwork, good insults and, and good wordplay. Yeah. Yeah. Good wordplay. And Nestor actually kicks ass. Like he's not a doofus. Yeah. That's this is one time of... where he matches his bravado. All right, so it seems that he's re he's really picked up his uh, his ability after after ditching Howard. All right, we don't want to read frame by frame through all of these, but let's talk about the the comics that we skipped earlier. Okay, well, the first one would be the Legend of, Legend Zelda. of Zelda. So we start off with the you know we now follow up with the Legend of Zelda comic, which we skipped before because we're saving it for the Zelda episode, and we see a spire in the disc over the silhouette of a castle with a rather large moon behind it. And where Zelda yeah, it looks like some Majora's mask foreshadowing. I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Link's turning around. He's holding the, he's holding the, uh, the pendant of what was it? Courage. The yes. Courage, yes. And it, yeah, that's why he's looking at the moon. Like I swear I saw a face on it. No, it must've been my imagination. So we get to see the silhouette of Aghanim saying, you mean to tell me the boy has the pendant of courage and you weaklings came back without stopping him? I tried to be merciful to the people of this kingdom, but those in the knight's line must be terminated. So then we get to see an actual bit of Aghanim's face and he's got a weird Fu Manchu mustache <laughs> as well yeah. as the uh, pink lightning bolts across his blue face. So yeah, and he's saying, uh, I thought that the... The fool I, thought, I destroyed was the last one. Again, we don't want to read this frame by frame, but he's basically talking about a prophecy that uh, when the moon is full, he can cast his final incantation on Zelda. And he looks out. And Jupiter uh, aligns with Mars, and peace will guide <laughs> the planets, and love will steer the stars. So he has his evil plan that he's hatching to go after, after Link, effectively. And we we cut to some really nice frames of Zelda in the dungeon and Link starting his voyage in the in the in the um yep she's praying to the sky bathed in moonlight which looks mm -hmm. pretty darn awesome and we get to see her hair draped above draped in front of her ears and then we see link with the same hair draped in front of his ears so starting mm -hmm. to make me wonder if they're like siblings or uh you know long lost <laughs> family at this point because their hair is looking pretty similar okay and then uh so we cut to link he's at at the village, he sees a fire in the village. He rushes in to put out the fire. Dousing uh, himself with water to run into a burning house, which is a good idea. The artwork is pretty cool there. Um, he falls in, uh, the kids, uh, so it's the neighborhood kids fall into a bucket. Uh, <laughs> he Link drops saves. the bucket on a kid. <laughs> oh, okay. Link saves the day. Um, and then what he finds out about that the village was housing the Book of Medora. And uh, the, you know, village... Wise. You know what 
You know, when I was a kid, I used to call that book the Book of Mordor. <laughs> Just letting you know that. That's not, I don't blame you. Not yeah. bad. It would have been nice if this comic was, or if the game was a little truer to the comic in certain aspects. Like yeah, if there there's was a, some stuff going on here. If there was a level where you could have like, you know, you have to find a water bucket, splash with it, and then walk, run into a burning house where you could like slash at flames and, you know, try to get through rooms as they fill up with smoke. Like that would have been kind of neat. So anyway, there's a lot of text here on this page, but it's basically the old, you know, the wise people. And they deviate from the game once more by giving Link a big set of Icarus wings. They talk about the miracle wings like it's this big item in the game. But you don't, this is one item Link doesn't get, which is odd. Right. Because like, so then, this, he just walks across the desert. Right, or flies across. Fly. So yeah, they uh, have a bunch of really well-drawn frames uh, here with Link uh, going, flying over the desert. And it uh, looks like a sort of dust devil uh, goes in and, and, you know, disrupts his path, throws him over to the ruins and uh he takes out his book after he crashes on on top of one of the columns there and uh the book what does it do it like sort of illuminates up like sort of you know writing on the top of the column that he lands on and initiates a battle with the sand scorpion <laughs> apparently it's the uh, it's apparently it's the castle from final fantasy 3 because it sinks into the desert so the scorpion steals his pendant with his stinger somehow <laughs> oh wait no this is how he got yeah, the pendant. Oh, yeah, yeah he's finding the new pendant draped over the tail of the scorpion but as he runs to it he falls into a sand trap and ends up fighting the lanmola mm -hmm. who has really it all drawn <laughs> yeah and his eye it looks like a radar grid really <laughs> looks kind of like my ex but anyway, um, <laughs> so, so Link battles, <laughs> Link battles Lamola and uh, gets the pendant, and uh, that's well, that's he the... tries, but the Lanmola throws him on top of the scorpion, where he gathers the pendant and gives out a nice line, nice move, ugly. But now you're playing with the pendant of power. <laughs> so it's uh, very cool. Very given the name of our podcast, I got to approve of that line. <laughs> And then the other comic we skipped was uh, a Super Mario Super Avengers. Mario Brothers, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that one is—it's not as long, but um... we got to read the words on these because these are good jokes. When we last left Mario and Luigi, they were cooking this egg because they had a long journey ahead of them and they needed to get some food. But the egg cracked, and who's inside? Yoshi. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad Yoshi impression. All right. And then Luigi's just like, "It's a something asaurus." <laughs> a bit and then he's like I don't, mario they, they they both start crying because they're terrified of this thing i don't like the way it's looking at us our dinner's about to dine on us this is not what i expected because <laughs> oh, oh my, my gosh great wordplay right there luigi and then yoshi does a nice slow walk with a nice front perspective this is some good drawing here he walks right up to them and just stands over them menacingly as we switch to princess peach Going through the desert with her, with, sh with her Che Guevara army of uh, San Denise <laughs> rebels. <laughs> so they're saying it's dry out here. Uh, I don't think we'll survive the search. Mm -hmm. And then she says, "Princess, the the troops are pooped." And Peach, oh, this kick-ass warrior bitch. She's like, "A little dehydration won't stop me." The reason so there's not a cloud in the sky, <laughs> and then pop the 
the uh, enemies that uh, float in the sky. The key dudes. Yeah, sorry, forgot the name. Yeah, so yeah, a cloud appears in the sky, then a ton of clouds, but then they're not clouds; they're Lakitus, and all them, all the they were doing a rain dance, but now they're like, yeah. we must have done the wrong dance. It's raining spinies. <laughs> so uh, again, we don't want to read every, <laughs> but this now. is some good stuff. So then Yoshi chases Luigi, and he's oh my god, this is about to lick his some, ass. This is that's, some filthy shit going on. That's right some here. top salad action right there. Yoshi's into analingus, <laughs> and then Luigi's like, "Don't eat me, help!" And that's, he's just Yoshi's like, licking his ass. So there you oh go. Yep. Gosh, the original lick a tongue. Uh, so sure. Luigi's just got like this amazing panicked look on his face because apparently he's just not into that shit. Yep. So then a caterpillar. Uh, they end up. Yeah, the... They end up on top of a king size caterpillar, and then Mario just thinks, "Oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to stomp him on the head. Hang on, Ouija." <laughs> but as you find out in Super Mario World, you do not step on the caterpillars. Yep. Because this just pisses them off. So they make a run for it. <laughs> and uh, Yoshi got... eats <laughs> eats his way through the caterpillar. Uh. So yeah, the Mario and Luigi are just stuck back to back saying we're either going to be a centipede sandwich or a dinosaur dinner. And then Yoshi just this is surprisingly different from the game. Yoshi yeah. does stick his tongue up and instead of just inhaling the caterpillar, he's actually fighting with this thing. Yeah. It's, going down. it's kind of weird. I don't know. And then Mario and Luigi are doing like a, a very cute little tippy toe. Away from the battle, thinking that they get out while the getting's good. So they get, they look like they're leaving, and Yoshi turns up with them. Yoshi, <laughs> one more time. Please don't eat me. Plumbers are terrible. Taste terrible, you know. Yoshi, Yoshi, <laughs> like so. He's so basically, kind of yeah. Yoshi, Yoshi, Yoshi. I think he likes us. And then he's pointing at his back, which I don't know. Given what Yoshi's already established that he's into, I think he wanted I, them I, to lick him. I, Either that or he doesn't want him to sit on his back. He wants him to enter it. I don't know. <laughs> but, anyway, so they get on and Yoshi runs off. Uh, yeah, Yoshi gets, what he, Yoshi Yoshi gets what he wants. He hits turbo mode. And then they find the Yoshi village. And everyone's saying, Yoshi, Yoshi. I hope they're not discussing ways to cook us. <laughs> get to see this guy who, I don't know, he looks like Howard Phillips' dad. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, haven't seen you in these parts before. Who the hell are you? I'm Friendly Floyd. You need a toothbrush, light bulb, electronic ignition for your car. Mm. You name it, I've got it. And so he's like Walmart, but like yeah. traveling Walmart. <laughs> yeah, it goes, my pal Yoshi here is the chairman of the Dino Chamber of Commerce. When <laughs> was the DC chairman trapped inside an egg? He said it was on account of Koopa's curse. And then he says some villagers were kidnapped. He went to rescue them. Koopa cooped them up in an egg. That's the story in a nutshell. Or should I, mm. should I say an eggshell? <laughs> and then we get to see some more exposition about how since you uh, helped him out, he's going to give you a great deal. The merchandise is number one guaranteed first quality. Right. What we need is an interpreter. Well, I can hang around because time is money, but I can get you a Yakmi Yoshi's language learner complete by <laughs> step instructions for only 3,000 coins. And he goes, tell you what, we'll make it 10 just because you're friends of Yoshi. Mm -hmm. Well, that's better. And then when he runs off, we get to see this delightful tutorial. <laughs> the Yoshi language series level one with kids holding hands with Yoshi because, you know, communication, bring, communication br brings friendship. So we get to see, hello, Yoshi. How are you, Yoshi? Fine, thank you, Yoshi. <laughs> and Mario and Luigi realize they got fucked. 
<laughs> so it's basically like Squanch on uh, Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till I get my hands on that friendly fly. And then we get to see this uh, one of the search party telling them uh, he collapses in front of Mario and Luigi. Telling them that the uh, the princess is in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> or he's not. He hasn't told them yet, but yeah, he's Bowser's made his way back, back in the desert. <laughs> A plumber's work is never done. So it's well, well drawn, good art, like funny. There's a bit of backstory that doesn't really match the game, but definitely. Yeah, worth it makes you wonder, would the game have been better or worse with friendly Floyd in it? <laughs> All mm. right. So back to well, we get to see the players picks where we get to see uh, different players sending in their picture and telling us what their favorite Game Boy games are. And immediately I'm looking at Joel's. Are we? Uh, we're looking at page. Uh, you know where the top 20 is? Oh, okay. Right we after really that. really skipped over a lot. Sorry. Well, <laughs> we, uh, we were going to skip over the now playing because that's pretty long and text heavy. Uh, yeah, because it's just basically Siskel and Eber talking about video games. The top three. Let's just do the top threes really quickly. Uh, oh, top 20? Yeah, top 20, page 106. So... Uh, NES top three is Super Mario Brothers three oh. that month. Oh, Sorry. if we look at the latest releases, the guide to the latest releases, oh. uh, we're looking at Blaze Busters, which I never heard of, but it only breaks a three point three. Don't go through all these; we don't have time. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at Info Genius German language translator. It's the first one I've seen here that actually gets a not applicable. Yeah, they didn't any give it any because I mean I guess either it translates German or it doesn't. <laughs> and so. here's Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. Why it's not? What does it take to get a five? Well, that's definitely the highest we've ever seen, though. Four point so. nine for theme, four point eight for challenge. Yeah, this is definitely the highest rated game we've seen so far. So, all right, uh, NES the top three: Super Mario Brothers three, Battletoads, Doctor Mario, Super NES. Uh, Super Mario World F-Zero and Final Fantasy 2 and the Game Boy we still have Super Mario Land on top for like 18 months in a row <laughs> Metroid <laughs> 2 and Dr. Mario so all great games all worth the time yep. and so, on the next page we got the players picks yes okay people that makes talking, more sense people talking about their video games and immediately I'm looking at poor Joel Simmons who looks I don't know what the hell he is he looks like that uh, uh, if you remember I, seeing that, I think it's because he shaved like one eyebrow off or something. I'm not exactly sure what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, what, if he's trying to like to seduce the camera, or if he's like practicing drag, or. <laughs> but anyway, so don't make fun of the kid. There's a kid. It's a kid. <laughs> Trans lives so. matter. I know. All right. Anyway, Final Fantasy. He's big Final Fantasy. He has three Final Fantasy games: uh, Legend, Legend <clears throat> Two, and Adventure. Follow the Foot Clan and Hunt for the Red October on his Game Boy list. Um, Hunt was a good game. Yeah. yeah. Silent, Silent Scope was better, though. <laughs> yeah. And then we got Blake Selinski, who is It's the hoodie. He's not doing him any favor. The bowl cut hoodie combo just isn't... In the braces. Yeah, yeah, this poor kid. He's just... I'm sure he looks just fine now, but this is not... Uh, yeah, none of this is his fault. Yeah. So. <laughs> Blaming his parents. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And John Miller looks like he could sell damn near anything. <laughs> yeah, it looks yeah. like he... That's photogenic fuck right there <laughs> yeah if, if that was a female photographer you know that she was at least thinking <laughs> oh that's weird all right anyway uh, i'm just saying that kid's got a winning that kid's got a winning face like the celebrity profile you know he'll get away with anything is corin nemec who i i guess know. he was on parker lewis can't lose yeah the uh okay. you know the ferris bueller not sequel <laughs> 
So yeah, this is a pretty terrible interview, pretty terrible celebrity profile. Um, uh, they talk like about every- Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. Where? It's uh, well, they say, "What do you think about playing video games?" He says they're educational. The next question is, "What do you think about the Legend of Zelda?" Very cool. Couldn't get away from the game. The graphics are spectacular. I still haven't beaten Ganon. So he's already gotten two Ganons so far. So, or his publicist has been told the same. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Anyway, okay. So on from this boring. Uh, they ask him what's his favorite video game, and he says Super Mario World. So you know, okay. at least this guy, at least this guy's publicist gave him the right answers. <laughs> All right, Pack Watch. We obviously don't do too much with this uh, every month, but um, I think we we'll have be covering this game soon. Yeah, Super WrestleMania. I'm pretty sure is a cover game coming up. Um, so yeah. I remember it, it was a blast. Like it was one of my go-to like. You know, when my friends would have me over, we'd you know, have a sleepover or whatever. Like that, this game was getting put in the Super Nintendo. I guarantee you. So, uh, definitely, definitely fun with your friends. Um, we also have a, a, a one screenshot of Street Fighter Two. So, and great Capcom. game there in Gargoyles yeah. Quest for Magic, some reason. Magic Sword. Those, all three of those games are great by Capcom, by, by the way. Yeah, Capcom was really hitting their stride at the start of the Super NES. Uh, Phase. We also see some screen grabs from the upcoming Adams Family Super Nintendo game, so we're seeing that. Um, and then there's some CES coverage. Which uh, looks pretty a, good. There's a lot here. Um, we see the big news from Nintendo was the announcement of a CD-ROM for the Super NES. <laughs> now, I don't think that ever came out in uh, it, North it America. No, it did not. Which would have been nice. It, mm. That ended up becoming the PlayStation. Yeah. Yes. Did you Triforce? Have you seen the videos of them playing the the, the Nintendo PlayStation? Yeah. They, like it, it's. Uh, yeah, because one guy found recent. it like an attic or something, right? This was literally recent. Um, I just came from a convention over the weekend where I was supposed to talk to you guys. Um, I was at um a video game con and they had a um uh, a Nintendo PlayStation there. Wow. So I, I it, saw. It, I saw. Was it running? Did they show anything off, or was it just? Oh uh, no, it was just there. Okay. Uh, I didn't get to see it um, in, in, in action. Yeah. So we talk about the Capcom booth. We get to see Street Fighter Two for the Super NES, and it was just as fantastic as the arcade original. And for NES, Darkwing Duck, which really should have been two words instead of three, mm. says they really impressed us with great control and fun activities. I really wish that they released it on the Super Nintendo since it was out at the time. <laughs> and then it says Konami Ultra. Well, if there's a game that you know, with the success of DuckTales, that they want to give a uh, a, rema- a remake to with voices and animation, Darkwing Duck, that's my vote. And then one one little side note, uh, you see a picture in the bottom right here of uh, some, you know, poor schlep that made it to the CES trying out the uh, Super Scope and proving that no one can look cool using a Super Scope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the guy dressed up as the Jack Nicholson Joker hanging out with apparently Vanna White. Yeah, that's some pretty good cosplay right there. Whatever's going on there. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Actually, it's Joker and Barbie, according to this. Mm. Mm. So anyway, we yes. caught them plotting the overthrow of Ken. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> All and right. then apparently someone's hanging out with Qbert. Mm-hmm. And here we see yeah. LJN will continue to produce a wide variety of games. Yeah, I notice how they dropped the word shit. Okay. Yep. Bart's nightmare for the Super Nintendo had Bart battling viruses and turning into a dinosaur. Oh, that is a fun game. That is a weird but fun uh, Super Nintendo game. I don't remember him turning into a virus or a dinosaur. You, so there, there's to... like a part, it's kind of like a you're battling inside the body world or something like that. Huh. Like, 
So anyway, definitely got to give it a peek. We got yeah. we got to we got to far we got to get that uh, on the taste test. Somehow. All right, and moving on, we have next issue. Uh, we've got uh, Adam's, Adam's family. family. Yeah, Captain Coming. America and the Avengers. Uh, did, did you just skip over the fact that they've got a a piece of bedrock with Barney and Betty Rubble? Yep, we totally did. Uh, oh, all right. Boy, you... <laughs> and then, so we also have Star Trek coming to the Game Boy. And like we said, next month we've got Super WrestleMania as coverage. Yeah, we got Captain we America. Ben here. Yeah, we got Captain America and the Avenger, because you only play Hawkeye <laughs> and Captain. And oh. then, uh, yeah, Super WrestleMania coverage, which hopefully Ben will be around for, because that's definitely in his wheelhouse. So, so, Super WrestleMania, was that an LGN game? Yes, but LGN's starting to not be too bad at this point. Like their their Hall of Shame period is kind of uh, is is waning, is what <laughs> I would say. Because some of these games that they're putting out, you got to remember they were an extension of Acclaim at that point. Is right? Is that is that yeah. it? No, you're right. You're right. And um, so they were really more overflow, and the the quality of the games, like I think they probably just had more and more people that were actually knew what they're doing programming. So um, yeah, the game started uh, really catching up. So yeah, there's some. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, the, I'm just looking at the, the the last page where they say, what's the score? Yeah, so they had a player's poll, and people were asking, uh, what do you think of the new comic sections? The vast majority. Only 4% said they didn't like them. 15% uh, said that they prefer not to have comics, but about 75% said they either like them or they're great and they can't wait for more. Uh, how do you think about having advertising advertisements in Nintendo Power? Uh, they're all right if limited to a few pages. I don't like them. Uh, it should be 100%. And then <laughs> I really like them, and I think you should have more pages of ads. Because who wants content? I'd rather look at ads. And then how do you like the new Nintendo Power? Like somehow they got 80% or 75% saying it's great. Um, I don't like the changes. Bring back my old Nintendo Power. I just want them to bring back Howie. That's all I want. I so. want the Counselor's Corner back. Counselor's Corner back and bring back Howie. Yeah. So anyway. That brings us to the end of our coverage. We've got the same, you know, uh, Nintendo repair uh, hotline uh, ad that Always. we've seen multiple times before with the weird Mario XXX license plate on the car. And <laughs> uh, that brings us to the end of the issue. So uh, Triforce, thank you very much again for all the time that you've given to us. You've given a big chunk of your week and very much appreciated. Thank you for being I'm here glad. talking talking to us about uh link to the past and um, i'm glad to be on man this was I, I like having these moments where i go go and look back at some of these things and and and, and just chill it gets me away from work it, it's a good excuse to get away from work <laughs> we, we I, I, I work too much we're so you're saying your you're saying it was your link to the past <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually this episode was my link to the past uh, that was clever thank, that was clever that was clever <laughs> that gets a slow clap right there yeah all right so uh our, as always uh please if you could take some time to put a um, um in a rating up on itunes or uh you know uh, favorite us on your your favorite um podcast pulling um applications. applications that you're using and if you can't find us on there just hit us up on the facebook page and we'll yeah. do what we can yeah, the Facebook is always the best place to get in touch with us. Uh, Triforce, they can find you two on, on Facebook, I'm assuming, is oh, your yeah. favorite way for people to reach out to you? That's the best way to reach out to me. Okay. Yeah, well, that's how I found him. <laughs> and then, There's only um, one Triforce Johnson on Facebook, so... Yeah. Yes. Uh, until the video game porn industry takes off, then there may be <laughs> other ones. 
Um, and of course, um, you know, reach out to us, please. Uh, and uh, we have our Patreon, uh, which is what patreon.com slash playing with power. Yep. Um, and uh, that we actually have seen quite a few people increase their donations. Um, very much appreciated. It's going to let us um, phase in some extra stuff for the podcast, recoup some of the costs that we've put into it already. So that's very much appreciated. It definitely wasn't expected, but um, the fact that you guys are starting to come through on that front really actually means a lot. It, you know, it is very touching that you're taking some of your hard-earned money and giving it back to us so that we can do more content and uh, more fun engagement with you, hopefully, in the near future. Uh, uh, and then um, anything else? Any other ways you want to talk about, Mike, to get out to reach us? Uh, you can also find out what we're doing on the Twitter. You can reach us there as well, uh, at GetThePower88. <laughs> and there is a Gmail address, but none of us ever check it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to you wrap it up, Mike? Yep. So thank you for joining us. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And you've been playing with power. love to come on uh, press pause um uh, a couple of things like when i go back into jamaica i would mm -hmm. love to do a press pause in jamaica um, okay um, just make yeah. sure that there's a steel drum playing in the background so we know <laughs> it's jamaican you know it's so funny you know it's so funny about that my fifa team which is the best team in the entire caribbean is also the best steel drumming band in the entire caribbean they're called the silverbirds Shit, there you go I'm so serious. I'm not even playing around. We're going to get some nice background music no, for the interview. We know Jamaicans <laughs> don't mess around with their steel drums. That's not. No, they do not. They're so that. serious with it. They may not want to work, but they do want to bang on oh, the drum all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>